Welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, my guest of the day is a, she's in the medical industry, a veteran. Um, we're going to talk about a little about what, what she's gone through through COVID. Um, ladies and gentlemen, give her a warm welcome to Melissa Guerrero. How are you? Hey, hola, hola. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Super excited. Pleasure to have you here. Yeah. Uh, how you been? How's it uh, going with, with COVID? With COVID. You know, it's almost like I'm, you know, with COVID. Um, yeah. Like since... <laughs> Yeah, um, working in the medical industry, um, and I keep it pretty, pretty broad like that, because it's just how it's been with everyone. Um, working with COVID has been an utter and complete nightmare. Um, in more ways than one, um, from the most naive to the most gruesome. Wow, It's been super difficult, especially in my line of work. Um, specifically, um, I've done so many specialties, um, at least six. Um, but by far, working as um, a medical assistant in infectious disease um, specialty Whoa. has been super tough during COVID. Super, super wow. tough. How? Well, first of all, damn, that's a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little, just a little. Yeah, uh, no, just you're, you're you're one of the frontliners in, in this since a year and 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 change, right? Yeah, for so, sure, for sure, and. Not even so much frontliners. Um, there's people like further in front than I yeah. um, that I tip my hat to um, because those ones are, are doctors and our and our registered nurses working in the hospitals who are just in there in there. Um, I get the the tail end of it when they're um, at their incubated stages of you know. Um, so the most if they're incubated, you're, you're working with the most dangerous stage. Yeah. So, you know, you could tip your hat, but you're in there. You got to give you some credit. Yeah. It's just, I guess, I guess it's because when, when I see them come to the office, because we're in, since we're infectious disease, I see them with the, the markings on their face from mm. how tight the PPE gear is on them. I, wow. I see them, you know, just trying to take a breath because they're in an environment to where you can breathe. I never thought that we would be in, you know, like if you're going into from, from your, from, I don't know, from being in space to going into the spaceship, you know, you're just trying to catch your breath. I never thought that I would see the day to where a breath of fresh air is, is just so vital. Yeah. It's just, it's been, it's been such a, a roller coaster of emotions and events. And it's just, there's, there's just no, there's just no words to really explain the, the catastrophic event that COVID has been in, in the world. It's just not in society. It's just not in a culture. It's, it's worldwide. I never thought that I could actually live to say that I've, I've been in a pandemic. Yeah. You know I, I think a lot of us same here. Never uh, have I thought I'd be in a pandemic movie, movie type shit. Can we say yeah. shit? Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, yes. I wasn't sure. <laughs> this is not a PG podcast. Don't worry about that. All right. Because this shit has been fucking bananas. That is just plain as I can put it. It it really has been, um, worldwide. It and it's so unforgiving. It's not. It doesn't discriminate. It's COVID is as loving as you'll let it be. Mm-hmm. It really. <laughs> wow. When, it really is. When like when it first started, right? Like a year ago, like. And and let's say January of last year, right? That's when it started began. Um, were, what were the first steps like when you find yourself working? How how, do, how would how would people react? Like, so, did, did you did you notice any difference that something's so going to happen? So funny you say that, deal because I remember watching the news, and I'd be sitting in the break room at work because we had it going. It's funny how pe- news tends to flash on at jobs when when something big is about to happen, when the Twin Towers went down, everybody had the news on at work. Um, When any like worldwide events, when it starts to hit big, the TV's on. So the TV's on in the break room. It's never fucking on. So I'm watching it and I'm listening to these, these events happening in China and I'm looking at my coworkers and they're super nonchalant. I was like, you guys understand that this is coming here, right? 
no, yeah. no, the Chinese. And I was like, no, no, no. Let's just be real. It's coming here. Then they turned off the TV because, you know, people are gathering around, they're turning off the TV. And um, as time go by, I see, you see, you see your, your, your doctors that you work with, you work with them day in, day out. So you, you really get to know who it is you have. So you see them buzz, the buzzing, it starts buzzing. You hear the talk. And I work with a woman who's, by the way, one of the most successful infectious disease doctor in the central area of Florida. Um, the CDC relies on what my provider recommends and does as far as setting the basis and the premises of how things are going to be handled in the, in the city of Tampa. And then as the domino effect keeps going to the state of Florida. I didn't realize that till the pandemic chills now, but to watch my, my boss go from professional to worry to, okay, it's time to bog down, put my hair in a ponytail, take off my high heels and throw on these scrubs. Something's happening. Something's coming. So from January, I believe we had enough time to where we could have better prepared ourselves for what was to come and what was to happen. Mm. Honestly, in all, in all honesty, me working in the medical field, there's just so many things that we could have done to better prepare ourselves what was to happen. It was inevitable for sure. But I think that as a public, as a people, as a society, as humanity, we could have done so much more to better prepare ourselves for what was to come, to take it more seriously. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. It was, it was so nonchalant in the beginning in January that everybody, you know, no one really pays attention until it hits home. Yeah. And I guess that's just the way it is. It's, I guess that's just the way humanity works. It's like, uh, like, like if a, a storm or a storm is about to happen and nobody cares about it until like the last hours that everybody starts to go out and buy food, water, beer. Yeah. Beer. <laughs> um, wow. Um, so it, it it affected your coworkers, your your, your environment tremendously. They, they, my life, they, my life entirely. Like I lost myself in it. It yeah, was. I can it, imagine. It's it was such a whirlwind. Um, Stephen, the kids. It was so hard to deal with the person that I was becoming because of it. Um, and it wasn't because I was being unreasonable. Or I was some psycho germaphobe mob now that. Guys, you have to strip naked before coming in the house, yeah. and I don't care who your ass crack in the block. Um, it was because it was it was just scary, and I, it's the one time deal that I felt like I could not protect my family, no matter what I did. I couldn't keep my family safe. Wow. I could try, try, and try. You know, there's folks that have never left their house and ended up becoming infected with COVID. Really? Never left their house, and it was a, just a their significant other going to work or um, something happened in the house and they had to call a plumber and the plumber that came to the house was asymptomatic, had COVID, they didn't know. I mean, it was, it's, it's something that you, you literally can't protect your family from. You can just do your very best in doing your part and keeping yourself healthy and taking the necessary precautions. But you no one's ever really safe from it mm-hmm, ever mm-hmm. how was the traffic flow once once COVID hit how was the traffic flow in inside the, the you know that facility so we have three facilities we are um since infectious disease and I'll just put our name out there because it's our our company is the largest and um we're we have a lot of information that has helped the public I mean just I'm not meaning to brag but I've been 10 years with IDAPB and um we have in our community helped over 6,000 people wow free of charge there you go free of charge over 6,000 people and we have had volunteers of all sorts retired doctors retired nurses and the traffic flow at our clinic due to this pandemic has been unreal I have never seen people come together. Um, well, that's the case. It always takes a tragedy for people to come together, unfortunately. Yes. Yes, but I've never true. seen a group of people work for the same cause so hard. I'm talking about nurses that are like viejita, viejita, that, you know, 
poor thing has her colostomy bag hanging out of her her pants, hanging on with her belt. But she, the little old there, she out there giving vaccines, taking names, helping, just helping, just doing her part. So the the flow of patients and people needing help was astronomical. We yeah. couldn't keep we couldn't keep up. I couldn't answer the phone fast enough to the next call to help the next person. People were desperate both physically and over the phone. There were people that were petrified that had questions, but you know, you can only do but so much before um you have to have some sort of control over it. So eventually we had to stop talking to our patients and and diverting them to a website because you just there's no amount of words you can tell somebody to soothe them when they're in a state of panic the, for the state of florida the whole world was in a is has been in a state of panic i mean it's not as talked about as much as it was when it first mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. you know covid had its own goddamn channel it it gave you a listing i don't know if you ever saw it i think um, yeah i did nations and countries and the numbers just flipping like if it was the stock market yeah on a constant basis constant basis it would to this very day it still leaves me in awe that that this it's still in and counting kind of a thing has the, has the because you're in the Tampa area in Florida right how yeah. how are the the numbers over there has it dropped drastically or still competitive listen i think still <laughs> i think that our state um will continue to set records in a good way and both in a bad way only because I mean, the state of Florida is huge. Yeah. The state of Florida is huge. The state of California is huge. The state of Texas is huge. So mind you, these states will always have astronomical numbers in whatever state that we may be in, whether it be good, whether it be bad, our numbers will always be like chart breaking. And it's because of the, it's because of what we have um, in our country that attract people to our state. We have Disney, we have Orlando, we have yeah, especially the- like now oh, the beaches. tickets, the tickets are, are dirt cheap. Everybody that you can think of is going to Florida right now as we speak. As we speak, and as we speak, my phone does not stop ringing at my job. New wow. patients by the loads calling. I've um, and there's you know the sad part is Dio is that there's nothing that we can do once you've been infected and you've already quarantined. There's nothing that we can do to help with those um, symptoms that people are still feeling, you know, that constant fatigue. Um, mm. the, um, some people still suffer from that diarrhea. Um, maybe not as bad, but they still deal with it. Um, the cough, just those, those residual lagging symptoms that people are stuck with, like post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really nothing from an infectious disease standpoint that we can do for these people to help their state. There's really nothing. Um, there hasn't been enough uh, studies done other than that new antibody that you can get be infused. Yeah, yeah. It's a really like scientific name. I forget the name of it, but um, Tampa General Hospital, um, if in, to those listeners, um, is one of the leading, leading hospitals in the state of Florida um, that has discovered that with these antibodies for these people that have currently... Um, just got over COVID. I mean, like freshly diagnosed. Mm-hmm. I just started quarantine. These antibodies, uh, I've been told that it has helped tremendously with post-COVID um, patients. But again, it's a it's a therapy that's only offered for those who qualify. The qualifications per se are still not known exactly what are the qualifications. There's a 1-800 number that you have to call and there's a series of questions that you have to um, endure to be considered qualified do you know the number of that uh, of that service that uh, oh no i don't um not off the top of my head but it's available um through the cdc website that i do know for sure for sure um how are are there still categorizing like in the hospitals right are there still like treating everybody has covid so everybody moves to the side and once they're there they start picking up is that how they're still doing it so the hospitals still look like a third world country. Mm. Um, they're still um, bifurcating people, although although the symptoms um, are similar, they still need to take the necessary precautions for 
their safety and the public safety, the patient safety specifically, because some people come in thinking that it's something else and then lo and behold, it's COVID and vice versa. They're real quick to diagnose that COVID, but in reality, it's not. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that if you don't take it from the from the get at is at it being its most serious, you just don't you can't we can't afford to risk not doing it, mm-hmm. not making it that way. So um, it's a lot easier to say, hey, you don't have COVID, you don't need any of this, versus to, oh shit, you have COVID, we should have done that. Now you have from one person, five to six people have been infected. And those five to six people don't get um, symptoms always at the same time. So now it's already spread like wildfire. That's how it starts. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take the necessary precautions from the beginning, although it's not in favor, although it makes the, you know, it makes people feel inhumane, but it's on the medical aspect of it. It's, it's a necessary evil. I get it. I get it. A lot of people... As you know, the big topic is um, the vaccines, the vaccines, the vaccines, right? That's, uh, that, that's the, the poll you, you, you'll catch yeah. on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, does the, does the, the how do I say this? Does the, does the hospital have any, like, do they recommend any vaccine to take? Like that's how you should take Pfizer's or you should take Johnson or, or they'll just give you whatever they have at that moment. No, no comment. (laughs) So you want the truth or, you know, you give me what you can, because I know your employment. if, If anybody says, uh, Let's just say employment reasons. Let's just keep it there. For, for employment reasons, I will say this. For employment reasons, um, we are educated in every aspect of being able to make a, the appropriate decisions come time. Um, as the as a patient, as a person, um it is always in your best interest to educate yourself as much as much as possible when possible for something that will affect you for the rest of your life so being said that being that this whole covid thing is new um to this very day i mean a year of dealing with something doesn't make anybody an expert i mean you could be uh you could take that for anything relationships owning a car, um, a year of experience with this is not made anybody an expert. Fauci doesn't even become mm-hmm. an expert at this. Everybody is hands deep in learning about it for the first time. Understanding so it, especially. Yeah, these vaccines are just as new to us as polio was when we were dealing with polio as a nation. I mean, you remember polio. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh my God, polio. Teddy Roosevelt had polio. No one knew because the man was wheelchair ridden and so on and so on and so forth. So even during that time, when that vaccine came out, everybody was skeptical. Everybody was concerned. Pfizer wasn't doing their thing. Johnson and Johnson wasn't doing their thing. All these big companies, these, these pharmaceutical giants, Mm -hmm. these giants, pharmaceutical giants that are still around to this very day, ran into the same issues that we're having now. Is one better than the other? Um, that's like saying, is Nike better than Reebok? Is Adidas a better sneaker than the other? I mean, all this, everything is in a matter of preference and a matter of what it is that you need it for. Mm. And what your current sits, now I do say this, I strongly believe that the brand and what your current health is like will make a difference. If you are currently immunocompromised or if you, um, have a lot of medical issues. Um, some of these vaccines are a little more concentrated than others. So you should do your homework as far as what's beneficial for you. What could you handle? Um, getting a vaccine is better than not getting a vaccine. I know everybody reserves their their opinion and you're entitled. Um, I'm fully vaccinated and I say it proud. I've done my part. I've had a lot of members in my family vaccinated. How many, how many times did you have to 
get vaccinated? Is it was it a one time deal or I did the two timer. Which I which did, one was Pfizer? I did I did I did Moderna. Mm. I did Moderna. Moderna was considered to be one of the heavy hitters. Um, because it had, I guess, the 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 it was one of the most potent. Um, a lot of a lot of folks that were able to, especially in healthcare, a lot of healthcare workers um got the Moderna one versus the Pfizer. Um, it was one of the first ones that I don't know if it was because it was one of the first that was available. So the convenience of it being one of the first out was was helpful for Moderna. Um, but I also vaccinated personally my mom, um, my father, um, my boyfriend with Pfizer. Um, and they've done really well um, with the vaccine. Um, but they've also, um, I kept close watch. You know, it's all in, you got to know who your host is, who, mm-hmm. who it is that you're giving what to. Mm-hmm. So it's important um, that you know that, you know, what your current health status is before you actually get vaccinated with any vaccine, to be honest. So to say one is better than the other, um, I can't say. Got it, got it. I just I just know that if you have the opportunity to get something, um, because things evolve, um, are evolving, um, cases are now becoming harder to deal with, from what I've heard. Um, we've, we've encountered a new, a new strand of COVID. So, I mean, nature has a way of evolving, whether yeah. you, you know, it's just facts. Yeah. I, I, I've read or, or saw something on the TV and where now the mayor or Senator something in, in Florida that they were, they're not permitting or they're not permitting kids to wear masks anymore now in Florida. So everything is, everything appears to be going back to normal, opening up, but yet there's still big question mark regarding COVID. You know, we only live one life mm-hmm. and I get it. I get that our children need to be children. Mm-hmm. I get that, you know, we need to live our lives, but COVID isn't going anywhere. It's really not. And your vaccine is just like a sword in hand but it's not a full body armor. Mm. It's not like you could work, walk around with a huge condom all over your body. I mean, it's mm. just, the vaccine is just not that. Um, it's going to give you a fighting chance, but it's not going to protect you from it. You don't know what the other person has. It, it, you, just, you just don't know. For me personally, um, if we're in an area now that we know that you can't get co- you can't get COVID from your clothes, I mean, it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, what 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 stereotypes can we debunk? That that so, first and foremost, because you have your camisa on and you went outside and you came back in the house, you cannot get COVID from your camiseta. <laughs> from your shirt, you can't get COVID from your shirt. Can't get COVID from your shirt. Check. Um, that goes with um your shoes. Um. They say, or it has, now I'm not going to say they say, there's scientific proof, actually. If you are able to leave your shoes in a designated area before entering your home, it is always ideal because you're walking all around, you know, the world and you're stepping on things. And yes, there is dirt and germs on the floor. So when you bring it into your home, you are bringing germs and dirt. Into yeah, which were there before COVID and probably the after COVID. So... So you can't get COVID from your zapatos, from your shoes, check. No t-shirt, no shoes, no COVID. I mean, you're not going to get COVID from any of those materialistic items. Now, if you are working in the hospital in certain environments that make it susceptible to somebody just vomiting on you, please feel free not to bring that home to your family and leave it somewhere Mm -hmm. to where it can get disinfected. You know, the obvious things um, from having material, you know, non-perishable items on but for sure you can't get it through that disinfecting doorknobs disinfecting yeah all that helps but i haven't had one patient that came to me and said i got covid from touching a doorknob mm. just doesn't happen so it's it's safe to say that this that this virus is an airborne thing for sure airborne which, which, Absolutely. which leads me to another question and uh just really want to know your opinion on it which you know, a lot of people are skeptical, say masks do work, masks don't work. 
because the virus is airborne. In your opinion, your professional opinion, because you you've been side by side working with these great uh, ladies and gentlemen on the front line. What's your take on that? I think masks are just as effective as um, use wearing socks with your shoes. Does that make sense? <laughs> so have you ever had to wear a pair of chucks with no socks in, in the midst of summer? Yes. Yeah, you can wear it. Yeah, your feet are protected. However, you're, you're not going to be the, the driest person mm-hmm. walking around in the mm-hmm. pair of chucks. Your feet are going to sweat. You're probably going to blister. But nonetheless, your feet are protected, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about the mask. Yeah, you can wear the mask. You know, you're, the person sneezes. At least the, the, the spit won't fly into your mouth. Which I think is a, it's a good thing. Right? You know, I, I can do without that. Mm-hmm. I can do without smelling your hot breath. Yes. If it's that bad. Yes. You know, I can, you know, the common colds, allergies. Um, if you're breathing out and you're not feeling well, you're kind of reserving it to yourself. So it provides um, a point of protection, yes. But it's a porous item. You, things still filter through. Mm-hmm. Things are still, you know, you still can it's not foolproof so to have it on yeah you could have it on it it increases your chances of not getting it to not have it on yeah you could not have it on and you may not catch anything at all ever I mean but is it diet is it you know what you would dice that you're willing to roll are you willing to not have it on and chance it to getting it or you know providing yourself with another layer of protection to hey at least if I'm going to go out in the masses and it's not going to be for a long time, I'll put on this quick mask, do what I need to do when I'm away from everybody, take it off. Is it going to be 100% safe? No, but at least you provided yourself with a fighting chance. Yes. Like the vaccine. I mean, it's not 100%, but you provided yourself with a fighting chance. Is it like, like the mask, the mask, like, um, isn't it, like because you you're covering your face right in your mouth, isn't it like you're recycling your own air? Oh like my god! It's, it's because I've, I, yeah, I've, it's I've had a ma- yeah I've had a mask and and you know I'm doing stuff I'm busy and like I I get dizzy I get headaches I start becoming nauseous. For sure, absolutely right. Um, you're breathing your own air. It's recycled air. Ever since I started wearing this fucking mask. I now suffer from my high blood pressure. It has been kicking my ass. Um, although I'm taking my medication, um, you know, thanks to COVID, that's the spark at work. Um, but you know, the mask doesn't help me. I'm in it for hours upon hours of the day. Yeah. I, I have to literally take a break from my face mask to be able to breathe and function and the anxiety that you get from just being so like restricted and confined to that mask is ridiculous because it happens. I mean, it's, it's not how God made us to be. We, we're mm-hmm. not, we're not creatures to, to, to be living like this. I get it on why we need to do it, but it, it, it has created a whole nother issue for, for a lot of people. I, you claustrophobia, yeah. Yeah. anxiety. I can't breathe. I get lightheaded. Um, I can't put on my lipstick. You know how much I miss wearing my lipstick deal on yeah. a day to day basis. Like, being a woman, you know, I, there's certain things that we're used to doing to ourselves and it, it, it plays a number on a lot of people's self-esteem because you can't see yourself like how you used to see mm-hmm, yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't, you can't, um, it's like you fall into a state of like, you become robotic because it's just, you know what, you're always like, what's the point? I got to wear a mask anyway. Yeah. 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 Definitely. You know, what's the point? And who's going to look at me now? I'm, I'm wearing a mask anyway. I mean, playing devil's advocate the ad the the other side of that is you know now you you get to see how how people really are you know are you really listening to me because it's not like you could just look me in the face and look at my mouth mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. pretend. now you got to really listen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know we discovered a lot about our significant others through this whole covid thing i don't know about you I, I'm living I have. With a big guy yeah i want to throw my big guy in the trash yes Nope. <laughs> my my wife says the same thing about me don't worry you know 
I want to throw yeah, the whole thing in the trash. Yeah, you, you're, you're, it's because you, 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 it's like you have your marriage life, right? Then you have your work life, then you have your gym life, or, or, or you know, ex- other, you know, things that people do, right? But now you, you, you don't you used to go out, you don't have a work life anymore. That's cut down. You, if you're a person who used to go to a gym or park, you don't have that no more. If you used to do other things to socialize with other people, you don't have that. Now it's just marriage life. And, and you have two people that at one point had, you know, their own lives and doing in other things. Now they're, you know, just right there and, and in front each of other's face. And, and oh. you know, you, now you're stuck in a, in a home in which you used to appreciate because if you had a long day uh, at work, you could go home and relax, you know, and you miss, you had time. Yeah, you had time to miss that significant other. Now you're, you know, it's you're always in, you know, each other's faces. And, you know, you can't breathe. You can't sit down. You can't do your driving. It's, it, it, it goes to show that now you have to realize who, who is the person you invest your time with. Yes. You know? For sure. It's We've like, had some self-discovery moments, let yes, me tell you. Yes. My, um, it's like if you had kids, you know, like with me, with, with my son, because he's still four, he's always been me with mom, right? But mm-hmm. other other parents that, you know, as soon as uh, they had, I don't know, one or two, they, they put them straight to daycare. And from daycare, they go to school and from school, go to middle school. And now uh, once COVID hit, they didn't have that. So now right. they have to you're forced to interact with their kids. And discover who are their kids are because they don't really know their kids. So many parents have no idea who their kids are. Yeah. I can't agree with you more. So I cannot agree with you more. It's forced to have a conversation and, and get to know one another. And it's scary because you realize a lot of things. You realize the shit is not for you. Some some realize, damn, you know, I'm happy I made the right choice. Some some can't wait to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> and run it's 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 fucking it's insane it's scary it's so scary because without that data without that routine we're such creatures of habit though deal it's it's insane how many how much of creatures of habit we have become Mm -hmm. because we used to the the human race used to not be so much but because society we've created a society to where monotonous routines have become our day-to-day life we just don't know how to be if we don't have them so when things are taken away from us from our routine it's like you've you you you're it's like if you're in space you don't you you have no idea where to go how to get there I used to do that what's that who are you and what are these things running around the house these are my kids Mm -hmm. like (laughs) yeah we have six so you know you know how it is yeah yeah and they're all here. I'm the only girl in the house. It's a house full of men in my house. Mm. So it's it's very challenging. Yes. Very challenging. Yes, yes. Um but I enjoyed I enjoyed the fact that I be, I was I was forced to do it to be very honest. The fact that I had to be home, the fact that my children had to be home and I had to I was responsible for my children's education, solely responsible to make sure they did their classwork, homework, make sure they were logged in. <clears throat> it was up to me to be teacher, mom, nurse, wife, daughter, sister, like I never knew I never knew how how much like how significant my roles are as a woman in my family's life till COVID hit. And I was now my responsibility was literally solely my responsibility. Like it was really up to like, it's not like we could go out to eat. I don't feel like cooking tonight. Let's mm-hmm. just go to Chili's. Mm-hmm. No, um, Chili's is closed. So um, you got to cook. <laughs> you got to cook. Yeah. We got to cook. Mom, I'm bored. Okay, let's go out. No, mom, I'm bored. Okay. So let's um, find something to do. Read a book. You want to paint? I'm down for some painting. There's Let's some dishes paint. that need to be washed, you know, <laughs> some clothes so, that need to be folded. I found out so much about my family and, and how, and you know, the caliber of person that I, that I knew that I was and just never realized it. There's so many moms and aunts and dads and uncles that, you know, have so much responsibility in the family, but because we're stuck in our day-to-day rat race, 
we never realize how important it is to to have that role in our family. So I'm just I'm kind of grateful that this came about. And I know that's terrible to say, but it made me see that that I cannot forget my job, like my role, what my yeah, what your my main job, role, my, yeah, what my role is in my family's life. So a lot of people have discovered um, that inner strength within themselves throughout this whole pandemic thing. I found that it has humbleized or so many people people have become a, a whole lot more humble than they were before. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, that's there's, true. There's some pompous and self-centered folks that have had to turn a new leaf. Um, mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that it had to take this pandemic. to. That is very true. Very true. For me, for me, uh, once I got let go or left, you know, whatever my situation was, uh, it was now readjusting to be home. You know, my wife, she's, you know, she's the woman of the house. I, I had to be very careful on how I moved because she already had a routine. She already had a way of doing certain things. And comes this guy who's never here, you know, always working, <laughs> you know, uh, his paycheck's always on the table, you know, where mentally this imbalanced her. And it was scary. And it was scary. And um, I had to, you know, I came because I, I also, I was always busy. I was always doing something. So I come here now, I, I have to keep myself busy. And I'm, I'm telling you that dynamic between two Leos were at some time was in very oh infernal, infernal. And, you know, luckily, you know, we, like I said, I'm very blessed because this pandemic helped us to force ourselves to have, to, to not, um, argue but to force to have these civilized conversations and where we have to come to terms what is what yeah agree to disagree yeah and it's Uh, okay it was it's such a loss it's such a lost art yeah art it's okay for you to have different opinions i mean it would suck to always be on the same page yeah yeah like i don't want you to say yes see see yeah uh, uh yes to to be able to see not accept you know, just to be able to see and understand other people's point of view, because you're not always going to be right. And sometimes you don't want to be right. For so sure. I, I I live with the mentality that I never want to be right, because every time I write, I'm right. You know, somebody's hurling. Uh, I mean, feelings get hurt and it, they get hurt deeply. You know, um, my biggest concern is now is that we 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 lived the year full of covid and so many shit went down now is transitioning to going back to some type of you no know, going back to work uh you know people are so desperate to open up uh things you know like i'm scared you know i've been i've been doing my hey. own thing uh i i definitely don't want to go back to work where any motherfucker that does un- unappreciate me you know doesn't utilize me in a positive way, doesn't appreciate me. And that worries me because bills have to get paid. They're not going to pay themselves unless we continue to get stimulus. Which I'm not opposed to. Yeah. (laughs) But yet, they they give us stimulus, but yet without knowing where we're giving them a... Not that, just we're giving them a right to control us. Because now we're the, we were so self dependent. Now we're depending on the government to tell us when we can eat, when we can sleep, you know, when we can survive. You know, um, just giving us money, giving giving us that allowance. And I, I think for me, like I I I don't want to depend on no motherfucker. Yeah, um, it's really. It's been a blessing and a curse. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that um, with this, with this last stimulus that we received um, being because we're such a big family, it has helped. Um, it helped us tremendously. Um, we didn't go out, buy a brand new TV. We didn't mm-hmm. buy a brand new car. We literally used it to, for what it was initially intended for pay the bills, Yes, our rent. I mean, the cost of living continues to soar. I mean, look what's happening now with the petróleo. The petróleo, the petróleo is the gas, gas is going up. Gas is we're going to be looking at European gas prices. Yeah. We're going to be just like Europe 
we're a hop skipping away from that. I mean, it was it it's been like a blessing and a uh, blessing and a curse all on its own. Um, being that um before meeting Steve, I was a single mom, a single mom for a very long time. Being that I'm not spoken for yet, and I'm gonna put it out there, um, still counts as me being a single mom. <laughs> Don't worry, when you least expect it, you know. Still counts as a single mom, so I'm gonna say it proudly. <laughs> being a single mom, because I'm not spoken for formally yet. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. I'm stirring the pot. Um, <laughs> you, will, you will soon. You will soon. Um, when they suspect I mean, everything, everything in his due time. And if it doesn't happen, God, God knows what he does. Um, it's just, it's just like, um, what if we, what if we didn't, what if it did, what if the stimulus wasn't there? Mm-hmm. If we didn't have those two checks that came in, where, where would we be right now? you know, for those who, who truly needed it. Yeah. I think we all needed it. I, I don't think there's just not one person and be like, you know what? I, I don't, don't need money. I don't need this shit. No, nah, free money is always good money. Yeah, you know, I don't know about you, but free money is awesome. Yeah. Save it. You know, I, I, me when my, my, I was lucky enough with, you know, the real estate and the, uh, my t-shirt printing business. I, I was able to just save that stimulus on a rainy day. You know, I, I, like I said, this this pandemic has helped me uh, bring out the entrepreneur on my side because I don't I don't I don't want to depend on nobody and I and I definitely don't want to go back to a place in where I'm, I'm misused I'm disrespected I, I'm I don't, I don't I'm 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 too I'm too a king absolutely you know I'm too as a well as as you should be we should all have that mentality of ourselves. Um, the moment we start to discover as you have, um, that you are royalty, that you, that you matter, that you, you should be appreciated. I think that it, 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 it awakens a part of you that you never knew was dormant. Mm-hmm. I mean, the moment you realize your worth and that you deserve more is the moment that you, you shine brighter than ever before. And you're able to achieve your, your dreams. Um, as you and 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 steven i mean aquanomics is doing so well yes yes i'm he's so come, he's proud come such of... a he's come um he's come actually his episode is releasing next week uh, and, and oh, my boo that's my boo yeah and um in the episode we, we were able to i shared my screen for anybody who's watches the youtube version i was able to share my screen and him show pictures and his ads and Every, like he's come such a it's such an amazing story because he was my first uh our guest and then i think he's gonna be the 20th now and the transition the evolve the evolve features and everything he has yes. gained it's yes. it's beautiful it's beautiful it, it shows that you know you continue to be focused on something you continue to put in the work because everything is work you can accomplish something and he's come such a long way uh i've seen you know i i study the game so i see people that do the same thing as him but has has the more longevity in it but have not accomplished the thing he has accomplished in such a short amount of time i'm so proud of you guys you and him have been able to just fill you've you've been able to pour so much into yourself that now your cup is actually overflowing and it's flowing out everything that you guys have poured in you can see your work your struggle the and it's all paid off you guys have are are doing so well and you're moving at such a uh a pace that i i i i wouldn't i wasn't not that i wasn't expecting him to do well i just didn't expect for us to move so fast you know i didn't expect for the business to pick up so quickly and his eyes poor thing he's like babe i was like dude you don't understand we are we're moving, we're moving mm-hmm. and doing and shaking more than most people that have started out in their business as entrepreneurs. But the best, the, the, the most important things is that we started is that we're here is that we're doing and, yes. and, and it'll come, it'll come. Yes, I mean, yes. with all things like you just said, you'll, you just have to work. You, yeah. I mean, you've got to work. Nothing in life is free. You've got to work to get, to get to where it is that you need to get to. You have to work being in the medical field, bro. I've, blood sweat and tears 
You know, you know, I, uh, a very long, long, uh, long time ago, I was a paramedic. Um, I what? Think, yes. That's tough stuff. Yes. Um, Girl, you actually, you got to be built a certain kind of way. Yeah. Um, I think I could eat like, because I graduated in Puerto Rico. Uh, I did the practice. I, I, I did uh, the, the inside and outside, uh, which is the ambulance. Um, I wasn't able to like, I worked like in my practice, I worked, I was a job, but I moved over here, but due to the state of fucking New Jersey, I wasn't able to, uh, I wasn't, my credit wasn't valid and my license wasn't valid. Oh my God. Yeah. So many people run into that. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was, I think Ebola was like in 2008 2009 another pandemic that we've lived through i forgot about ebola yes i worked through i worked through ebola ebola was gross yes i worked through ebola and 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 shit i was a first responder and i wasn't even getting paid if anything i was i was paying i was still paying school and my hours is the the practice like if you're working like working 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 yeah you have to be in it that's yeah. the same thing with us. You have to be work. You still, you have to be in it. Yeah, especially in those pot, those 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 potholes in Puerto Rico. I'm here injecting somebody uh, with whatever the shit may be, and take a pothole. You know, and it was scary. I I, I didn't understand. Um, I gotta say this: when I worked through Ebola, it was well much. I don't know if it was because Obama was in the office, but it was handled way better than this pandemic through the trump administration absolutely i mean it's okay for you to say um each pandemic that we've lived through has been under different president different um administrations um through the bush Mm -hmm. the 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 long-term bush administration Mm because it's part one and part two Mm -hmm. and then we had you know the bill clinton every administration that we experienced that we had we we experienced some sort of pandemic. Now that we're t- now that you're t- actually mentioning it, it's so very true. We really did. Ebola, SARS, um, chikungunya actually made it to the states at one point. Wow, look at that! And that was actually predominantly over, like you know, in the Caribbean overseas, but it made its way here. Everything eventually makes its way onto our shores on, at some point. I mean, if I it's if it's if it's you know airborne, it's gonna make it anywhere. It's not like you can stop. You you can you know put a net and just filter the air i mean it's just not possible we're not you know it's life we we live we 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 we're born we live we die yeah yeah 100 percent. you know one thing that I, I i i do realize which a lot of people with money were now the equally after uh, you know the level at the lower class. Yes, you, absolutely. Did you realize that? Yes. And it goes to show you, you can have all the fucking money in the world and your money still couldn't help you. Means nothing. <gasps> like, can I achievement talk with you? Achievement talk with you real quick. There you go. So, breaking news. Uh, breaking news, achievement talk. So yes, in during the pandemic, I saw that more than anything. Do you know that one of the first people to start freaking out were them? Yes. There were, there were, do you know that there was, okay, so we had like this whole system set up, right? Mm-hmm. People were being vaccinated and whether and whatnot. So it was to the point to where the line at our facility was coming out into the main avenue and wrapped out and went down to the next major avenue. Do you know that the the ones that were waiting patiently, us middle-class people, lower class, however you wanna put it, working class, were waiting in line patiently, already scheduled their appointments, had their paperwork, us poor folk, you know, working class, waiting in line to get vaccinated. That's reconsidered. Yeah, yeah. These motherfuckers in their Benzes, they would roll up in all their, you know, G-wagons, Cutting off these poor people that have been waiting hours to get vaccinated because they knew so-and-so and and they just couldn't wait in line. Do you know that these people were of the line because their money meant absolutely nothing and everyone was going to be vaccinated, but first come, first serve. 
for serve. Sir, you're going to have to so go to the end of the they, line. So they they back of the line money shit to them. That, nothing. That's, nothing. These that's, people that's, were the first that's, ones that's to show lesson. up. That's a life lesson. That's God. And had to be told to go back to the end of the line. But you know what? I had, think I had a lot to do with who it is that was placed in charge. You know, the demeanor of the person. And my supervisors are real humble folks. So they were like, they're people just like us. They need to go to the back of the line mm. and wait their turn. So you know, the only, the, the only person that actually benefited from all this shit was Bill Gates. That motherfucker, <laughs> uh, uh, he, um, he predicted shit about in 2015. Yeah. And if you look at the news, that motherfucker bought mad land. He bought a shitload of land. Him and a couple of billionaires, too. So, like, that's, I, I think he's the only one who benefit from all this shit. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I don't even know. Maybe he had some sort of intellectual intellectual insight. Maybe somebody yeah, but, came back from the future. He had to come, you know, yeah. somebody came from the future to talk to him. Somebody from Microsoft. <laughs> Cortana. <laughs> Cortana. Somebody came back and told him, or, you know, I maybe think- he knew Marty and... You know, Doc brought him back and say, listen. But you know what? I think I don't even think it's somebody's future. I think shit just sometimes is predictable. You know, when you have like when you have like in, uh, places in Africa that they don't have toilets, they basically walk in their own feet on a daily basis. And it's, con- you know, depending on the shit they eat, it's contaminated. You know, uh, it's it's something's bound to happen. Yeah, Whether it's, it's a man-made it's a virus or, or nature virus, it's bound to happen. These, these shits are predictable already. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. All right, so we've been here for a while. Tell the people where they can find you at. You can hit me up at um, IDATB.com. There you go. Um, you can also, if you're looking to find ways of um, homeopathically, nutrition-wise, has a lot to do with how you're going to be able to survive this thing. Um, I also have a website through Herbalife. Um, not trying to sell you Herbalife, but there's a lot of good contact in there um, at melsfitness.com as well. There you go. And you can hit us up, get ideas of what to do, how to stay healthy, how to um, maintain healthy, help others be healthy. Um, because really and truly, if you don't take care of yourself, you don't protect your temple. There's no yes, vaccine out there that's going to be able to tell you. Just none. Well, and there you go. Thank you, for thank you for having me. This was super pleasure. fun. Chit-chatting. And everybody, take care. Stay safe. Wear the mask. Don't listen to the hype. Just put it on. There don't you do it. You're going to go out into the masses. Wear it. Just gonna take a stroll in the park and you're not gonna be around a lot of people, then don't wear it. But do yourself the favor, at least have something. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mel. Um, I'll see you guys later. Peace. Later, take care. Peace.